Hey everyone, welcome to Project Esports for February 22nd, 2019. Not only is it a big week as always for esports, but it is a big week in everything. We have Game of Thrones going on. That's all I want to talk about. We have Endgame for all of you Avengers fans out there. There's so much going on that this week, but as always, we are here just to talk about the esports, and today it is going to include things such as throwing crabs, Will Smith, Riot changing their logos, a lot of unique things this week. Not things I don't think we've talked about any kind of crustaceans on the podcast before, so that would be a new one. But for those of you that don't know, each and every week at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, every single Monday on twitch.tv slash popped underscore off, we talk about all of the weekly esports news, opinions, topics, all that kind of stuff that we feel like talking about, and we hope you guys enjoy. As always, I am your host, Andrew Nimsgren, alongside James Graham and Dylan Beal. How are you guys doing today? Just head shakes? No comments? Just head no, shakes? I was hoping he would go. Well, I, I, yeah, I want James to go first. Well, so we actually have discussed crustaceans before on the show. Um, Barcelona's Overwatch team used Crab Rave as like their in- introduction to the league. So we have talked about them before. Remember, remember the archives, dude. Come on now. Yeah. Round two for crabs. Let's go. Round also, two the, for crabs. The, I think the big reason why it was crabs is because it was in uh, the, the incident we'll, we'll talk about later, but it happened in Maryland um, okay, near so where I'm at. Makes a, makes a little bit more sense, but okay. So are you both watching Avengers this week? I know it's not an eSports topic, but are we at least all hyped for Avengers? Because that's the one thing that's on my mind 24-7 right now. Yeah, I'll watch I- eventually. I'll watch it, but I'm not going to watch it like opening week because I hate people so much. And going to a pack theater is actually the worst feeling in the world. You want to like spike claustrophobia? That's how you do it. Ooh. I wait a week every time. So, some, sometimes two. I'm so spoiling James, it for you then. James, just to make you a little bit jealous, uh, the movie theater near me, it's like one of those ones where you go in and you get to like pick your seat. Like when you're buying your ticket. Real good. Real good stuff. See, see, like we have those, we have those, but I just, I just hate, I hate people. I don't want to like shuffle all of us in. I want to have some space between me and the person next to me. I hate like when you're all cramped up together. Like, no, man, get the hell away from me. I disagree with everything you talked about in entertainment. You're behind a Game of Thrones. You're not seeing Endgame Week One. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I want to talk about it, but you just ruined all of this for me. So thank you very much for that, James. I want you to know that. But I do I want to bad. talk to you about instead is I think you and Dylan have a little bit of an announcement today. Yeah. So we have another yeah. podcast that we're going to start doing, which is World of First, the Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk about Magic the Gathering. Uh, so if you want to hear us just talk about card games in depth uh, and get sick of us talking about it here, which Andrew does, so he made us make another podcast because we talk about it too much. It's going to be this Sunday. We're going to we're going to record it live, so you can tune in for that. We'll have a pre and post show. We're going to hang out and stuff. And then, as always, it will be up on every podcast platform as Roll for First. But we'll keep you updated on that. Yeah, it's more it's more of a mandatory podcast, more than one we wanted to do out of passion because Andrew was like, "I'm sick of you guys talking about MPG on the show so much. Go find another time to talk about it." So we're like, "All right, I guess we will." You got to make the graphics though, so that's that's. And this is a big time for 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 Magic the Gathering because the new set's coming out and we're all excited. We want to talk about it. I want to talk about it here and today, but I'm 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 chained down by by Andrew. He's holding me back. Unbelievable, dude. 
to all of our normal listeners, you're welcome because I know all of you have wanted this off the show since the first minute they started talking about it. So you're all welcome. But no, it'll be it'll be fun to uh, watch you guys on Sunday and maybe watch you learn something. Because here I'm just kind of zoning out, thinking about the next topic. But no, that'll be that'll be exciting. And yeah, good luck with everything on that. I'll be excited to see the first episode. I actually haven't watched any of them. I edited the little bit I could without watching too much of it because I wanted to experience with it. All of you guys as well. But with that, that's all the housekeeping we had to for today. So let's kind of jump into our first topic that I kind of teased a little bit right away. Is Riot Games got a new logo, James? Yeah, they did. They went modern and simplistic. I don't know. Like, I think they they really did. Like a lot. There was there's been kind of like a mixed a mixed bag of like opinions on this. It's either it doesn't represent League of Legends at all, and so everybody's like, okay, well maybe they're gonna go a new game, or it's okay, it doesn't represent League of Legends at all. Like, you know, it's it's the same it's the same opinion, but with different tones. Um, so, I don't know. I like it. It's simplistic. I initially didn't, and it kind of grew on me after a while. But, I mean, the, the their previous logo is fairly, fairly dated. Like, it's the OG logo. So, it needed to go at some point. Um, but, yeah, no, I think it's pretty clean. It's, like, a nice, simple red and white. Like, there's no, like, it still has the fist. still has right games. But, like, I mean, it's uh, more polished, I think, is the, is the proper word for it. Yeah, it's just really more simplistic. I always thought of Riot as the fist. They kept the fist just pretty much offset it to the left of Riot Games and called it good. I like the red and white. It's a little bit of an off-white, and I love the uh, clean red behind it. I guess there's not too much to really talk about it. I don't think it was needed to update. I didn't. No. The other one was old, but it didn't feel outdated. It was just... Riot is just such a well-known company in esports that everyone just accepts what it is. No one thinks of it as outdated or needs an update. They're just, it's just there. No one really talks about the logo. So I don't know if this is maybe like, okay, like we're turning a new leaf after the big stories and problems we had last year and we want to use a new logo to kind of take the next step first would be the one thing I can think about, but. It was, so that was like, that was brought up a couple times was like, the how the the fist bump is like or the fist is like symbolic of a fist bump which like further supports the bro culture going on in right games but like, that, was I mean, the, that was just monty i read that was just monty that was that was that was monty exactly right but people like believe it or not people agreed with monty but the group consensus was one word and that was reach reach and it, so yeah on other news uh monty is definitely falling off the relevance of the relevancy bandwagon which is which gives me such joy Dylan, do you have any opinions on this for really? I know you're not the biggest league yes. guy, but yes, I oh. do. Um, from Creative Blog Block, I guess had the perfect title for this for for them giving their opinions on this. They said, "Right, Games' new logo packs a punch." I agree. You did all of that a for fizz. a pun. That's it. I didn't do it. I'm just reporting on uh, what was out there. I liked it. Shouts Is out there- to. He's reporting on the news, dude. That's what we do sometimes. Yeah. Your well, opinion's a pun. Yes. I know. I think it looks good. It looks great. It looks good. It's nice and clean. I think we talked about this, Andrew. This is like the one thing that we really agreed on is that it was like nice, clean, concise. 418 2019. First day me and Dylan ever agreed on something. But now in the, the history last. books in the last. In, yeah. Well, except we just agreed on that. It'll be the last thing. I then I don't agree. 
I guess there's not too much else to go. Um, we put a little bit about it on the uh, popped off um, Twitter channel. I mean, you can see it anywhere. It's on all their profiles now too. It's it's really very similar, just kind of a much more simplistic version of their old logo, just kind of moving things around. So do go and check that out. Let us know what you think about it on Twitter, on in our email, whatever you kind of want. Just I don't know. I think all of us are lukewarm on it. It it's looks, not, it's not I'm, it's nothing not. groundbreaking. It's nothing groundbreaking. That's what me. I that's what I feel. Yeah. Oh no, I think it's sick. I think it's a really good thing actually. There right, we go. No, it's really cool. It's it's just it's strictly better than the old one. In every way it's better. I know, but it's not like astronomically better than the yeah, last one. I do. One, I, mean. I think it is. Alright. So here's all why right. I think it is. Is because oh, the old one I don't know, it's like I it's like iconic, but it's not iconic. When I think of League, I never think of that old Riot logo. Ever. I do well, no time. one does. The, the production the production actually uses the graphic, like punching the screen, and then oh, it actually like, goes in. The... Yeah, exactly, right? That's exactly what I think. Yeah, of but that this, still, this still has it. And it's also, I don't know, it's nicer. It's better. In it's every way. modern. It yeah, is it's modern. Hip. It is cool with the kids, as they say on the streets. No? And you're just trying to compensate for looking it's very young up. right now by trying to sound old. No, what does everyone think of the beard? I shaved off everything, and I don't know. It feels freeing. I got green pants on for the first time. Clean shave. Like, did you have to go clean shaven to wear the green pants? Yeah. Andrew looks like a baby now. Just like Riot Games, I am reinventing myself as a 13-year-old. So, welcome to my journey. But Just like... Oh, go on. Chat thinks you look don't look a day over 15. That's just great. I'll take it. I'm a young I'm a young boy. I like it. I'm young at heart. If I'm only fifteen, I'm not past my prime yet. There's also a request for the pants. That's Can we the see the Patreon. pants? Do I, no, I that's for the Patreon. We, yeah, we'll say that. We don't have a Patreon, don't tease that. Um for the post show, I'll, I'll get up and show off the pants. They look very nice. I love my new pants. But with that, anything else you guys want to touch on? We're getting way off topic already tonight. I already play League of Legends. They don't need more support from me. Good job, guys. It's a hit. No, what was the pun? It packs a punch. It packs a punch. <laughs> that is our official statement on uh, the new ride logo. But with mm-hmm. that, we will move into our next topic, or should I say our next podcast, by going into Project Overwatch, the podcast within a podcast, where each and every week we find time to talk about way too much Overwatch, even though we have an hour each week. But tonight we have a couple of different topics kind of going over a variety of things. First off... You don't know because you don't have the outline open? No, I do. I'm going to jump around. Washington Justice is now down here compared to the LA Valiant. Valiant moving up in the world. Wait a second. They might, they might have lost, but did your team have knights? No, we don't need knights. Sick knights, dude. You <laughs> lost. Yeah, but we look what sick. The, what does the knights even have to do with the Washington Justice? Justice? Knights? Who cares? They were sick. <laughs> That's your only kind of argument to that. But no, I just want yes. to say that so... It's just, it's been a wild ride for Atlanta. It's honestly the first kind of topic. So we have a couple of them here that, so Atlanta gave the Valiant their first win of the stage. And then they went on to give the NYXL the first loss of the stage. 
That math doesn't add up. So doesn't by make any sense. Off topic, but that means the Valiant are better than NYXL and the Valiant's number one in the league. No, no time to talk about that. I know you both agree with me. But um <laughs> I it's just been a wild ride for the NYXL. I'm not the NYXL, Atlanta Range is kind of being all over the place, I mean, the biggest thing that's kind of been going on with them is uh, Daco came back, is that there's, or Daco, whichever definition, I mean, uh, however you say it, um, that he apparently had missed all of stage one in the first couple of weeks of stage two due to being a bad teammate. Yeah. Being a, being a dick. <laughs> that's pretty much why Daco got sat the entire first stage. Yeah, they're 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 very kind of. This is just all reporting from Halo of Thoughts. Aaron, Aaron, um, he put that out there, and there's been no kind of word from the team. They haven't put out an official statement why. They just said he was starting week three with no explanation, um, and that there was a report that he read this through an online translator, and he was saying it was all bullshit. And I can't believe people are making up these wild stories. So, what is your kind of whole take on the whole situation? I think I think he doesn't want to be outed as a bad teammate, man. Because you can't you can't hide the fact he got sat for an entire. And I mean, no no other Atlanta Rain player is going to come out and say, yeah, he all he, he also was a dick. But I mean, he got he like I, I think he just got caught, and he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to like get burned further. Because has the Atlanta Rain made an official statement whether or not they were like true or not? No, the 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 Rain have made no statement about it. They just exactly. said that he was starting on the on the third week. Exactly. So I I feel like a good organization would would come up and be like the allocations in regards to why Daka was banned or like sat is you know they're false all that stuff. I figure they would say something as far as that for like to not completely trash his PR, but they haven't. So something tells me there's some truth. Well, I think that's also just the Atlanta Rain organization is going through lots of highs and lots of lows right now. I mean. They lost to Fran, not having a great stage two. Like I said, giving Valiant the last under, unwinning un, team without a win, their first win. Went on to beat the NYXL the following week. Like the organization is just interesting to say the least. I would say I would say performance isn't directly related to pre PR though. They're two no. they're two separate entities, right? So, Dylan, what are your what are your what are your hot takes? Uh, I don't know, dude. Uh. It's weird. I mean, if it was true, you would probably also have the team going to him and being like, hey, stop lying. Right? I mean, if it is punishment, they'd be like, hey, just like own up to, like not own up to it, but like don't say that it wasn't the issue. Because then you have conflicting stories, especially <laughs> if it's true, then the team bench him for a certain reason. But then. Like, why wouldn't they release a statement saying that that was the reason? I don't know. I mean, I think we've talked about a lot before. PR and player management in the Overwatch League has been average at best. There's been times where people speak up when they shouldn't, when PR organizations aren't quite able to handle it as well as they should have. And I, I just don't know if they think that maybe this will blow over and not too many people are talking about it anymore. Daco came in and he was like the major reason that um, they beat the NYXL. He played phenomenally. And I saw one of the tweets, I forgot who it was, but um, they said that um, Daco was the first player ever to be the problem and the solution. 
because he was a problem all the first stage was going on. But he came in and he looked unbelievably good against NYXL. So no one's talking about that anymore. I guess they might talk about it. where was he all season? Like why wasn't he playing earlier? We'd be doing so much better now. But he's gonna go on. He's gonna go back to playing outstanding, and I think it'll all blow over, and they never have to make a statement. Try not to maybe ruin his reputation or show that the Atlanta Rain don't have control of their players. I don't know why they're not speaking about it, but... Fans, fans have the memory of a goddamn goldfish, dude. Because, like, I mean, you have this... Like, that's the... Like, that might be, like, the hot issue when they bring it back in that he's coming in. But since they beat the NYXL, that's the thing that immediately supersedes everything. You know what I mean? That comes to the forefront. That becomes, the, like, that's in the limelight. And then you just forget the fact this guy was benched the entire first season. so Or this first... Uh, First stage. stage, yeah. So, and I think I think kind of like to echo what you've been saying. I think with the new expansion teams, we're seeing a lot of the growing pains that the 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 season one teams went through with PR, with player management, all that stuff. And it's definitely not as bad, given that you know everybody's had a whole season to watch how other teams handle it. Um, but I think because of this now, this is like one of the only like this is one of the first major slip ups by one of the new teams. I, I know Atlanta is like, and I wouldn't even consider it a slip up at this point. No, I was not, it's not a slip up, but I think it's just like the proper way of going about things is like I think not totally well in comparison to I think how a traditional organization should do it or like other organizations have done it. You know what I mean? It's just it's just it's weird to me that an organization isn't going to bat for the player um, over something that's you know false. Yeah. Um, I guess we can always kind of touch back on this another thing, but another article that was linked in by Dylan was that Overwatch Season 2 is having a bit of a dip in viewership. I mean, there's around a 40,000 um, viewer difference per week. Stage 2 is not quite as big of a difference as Stage 1 was for viewership, but there's still it's still having a little bit of a slower season compared to Season 2. I mean, it's still over 100,000. It's averaging 107,000 people per game, like per day. It's not bad, but do we worry that this regression is going to keep going? Do we think that it's just going to sit this spot and this is actually where the desire to watch Overwatch League is and last year was just Season 1? What do we think about that number going down? Well, there's two things. Like this week was actually Overwatch League was actually the highest viewed channel on Twitch this week. Um, it's also not competing with anything too big right now. No other. I don't think any major tournaments are going on. Um, they were riddled with technical issues on Thursday. If anybody watched that, that was a goddamn shit show. I thought it was my internet. I kept refreshing the page in ref, refreshing the page. Um, but I think it's majorly because of goats. I think the the composition and why the the, the way the game is set up right now is why we're seeing this. Um, you don't get to see the hit scan artists pop off. You don't get to see the crazy, like the you know. The so, crazy do you finish. blame goats? <sighs> I don't entirely want to, but it's kind. I kind of have to. It, like the writing's kind of like on top of technical issues, which definitely didn't help their viewership on Thursday. Um, but this the whole season. Yeah. yeah so yeah, this had nothing to even do with Thursday's numbers. That I don't think those were even in yet. That had to do everything oh. with up to this week. I'll blame goats. I'll sit here and blame goats. Dylan, what do you I don't think that's I don't think it's inherently the issue. I think one, uh, the numbers are kind of weird, so I think it's a couple different things. So obviously coming off of season one, stage one, you're gonna have way less like viewership, I think, because that was the initial debut of it. 
you know everyone's gonna be watching the debut so i think like the very first one is a little iffy to compare numbers on um but even if you're just looking at stage one or sorry uh season one stage two with any of the numbers from stage one and two of season two it's down yeah from that so i don't know um i think goats does have somewhat of a contribution towards it but i don't know i think it's just steady decline i think it's out of the hype phase now um there's a couple more hype phases i think we're gonna see probably with ticket sales once they start going local which i know i think we're gonna talk about that a little bit later um in this about local ticket sales uh but yeah i don't know i i, I think it's just hype uh, it's like people are really hyped for it and then it's gonna go down and then it's gonna plateau and then once another big thing happens in the league, it's going to spike up and come back down. And I don't think well, it's bad. I think it, need, kind of it needs the, it needs the equal at some point, right? So and you can't ride that like that high hype train for the entire the entire time the league's going, right? Yeah, and I think Things it's are... kind of evening out now. I mean, like if you're looking at the numbers, it's not like they're spiking and then dipping super hard. It's like obviously when it when when a new stage starts, it spikes a little bit and then evens out. I think it's fine. I think another thing that Kate even kind of brought up in chat quickly there is that um, the schedule's a lot different. The games go a lot later at night than they used to. I mean, you have to stay up till 12.30 in my time zone to be able to watch all of the games on a Friday night. Yeah, That's ridiculously late. 2.30 for me, man. 2.30. That's how late I'm up if I want to watch all the games. And if that's if they don't go to game fives. And yeah, and that's with and this daily viewer. So like, I don't even know who that really helps for time zones. People in the coast because that doesn't really help with, um, international, does it? Those late nights does it help a helps. little bit? Helps China. Helps China. Helps, but helps yeah, China. yeah, true, 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 true. But I guess these numbers aren't all for China. But um. Plus, they have their own streaming platforms to watch it through. Right? So, yeah, so, so that doesn't really have these numbers incorporated to it. But I just think that hurts a lot of people here. It burns people out towards the end of the days. And they're average daily viewers, average weekly viewers. So, of course, if it's 1230 or 230 or 1.30, whatever your time zone is, people are going to tune out for that last game and not tune in for it. And that's going to affect numbers, too. So, do I think that makes up for the whole 40,000? No. Do I think that definitely plays a factor into it? Absolutely. I think it plays in, like, I definitely don't think it's the sole reason, but it might be a contributing one. But I think, like, I mean, let's think about it. A hundred, you said 107,000 is what it's equaling out to be. 107,000 is the average weekly viewers right now. The average weekly viewers. That's not that bad. No. That's really not, right? So, I mean, like, and if it's equalizing the, you know, the six-digit mark, I'll, you know what? That's not bad, man. And then you're gonna, and then you're gonna check on geolocation on top of that next year. That's gonna be pretty sick. So I don't know. I think like I think they're fine. Like I mean, are they dropping? Yes, but I don't think it's like, oh my god, drop of the league, sell the franchises. Well, no, and I, that, that was another point I was trying to make. I was just yeah, just kind of seeing what do you think caused it, and if you think it'll continue. I I think if it's equalizing here, it's probably gonna stay equalizing. A change in meta composition might give us some more stuff when we actually start getting some fun highlight reels again, which is like, I mean, everybody likes that, right? Everybody likes to see the big plays. You can only watch the Wombo combo so much until you're like, okay, 
I've seen it. I've seen the crazy setups. I've seen the crazy plays. I've seen the um, I've seen the alts against the wall that like sneak sneak these crazy crazy uh, you know uh, like team wide kills and stuff like that. But after a while, it does get boring, right? It does it does get boring. I think for anybody getting into the league, this was a good time to do it because it makes it real easy to keep track of what's going on. Because it's like, oh, that team lost one member. Cool, they win. They lose now, right? So it's uh, so, so I did ahead. some analysis. Of course, you did on the numbers. Um, if you look at the uh, total hours watched, it's kind of the same. The hours watched didn't change. Meaning, um, I think, Andrew, you are right about the time shift being later and less people watching it live and people just watching the VODs because those count as VODs and reruns. So That's what I do. People are, yeah, people are still watching the same amount. Um, they're just watching at a different time and not live, which is kind of interesting. So... I think uh, what you brought up before probably is a lot more spot on. Nice. All right. It's a little reassuring. Yeah. So we'll we'll kind of keep track of it. I mean, if it's if we stabilize at six figures, that'd be fine. But we saw a major decline from stage one on the final stage last year and going into grand finals. We had another peak there, but we don't want to see that continuing each season until eventually the viewership hopefully plateaus. But we want to kind of stay here, so if those numbers really drop or anything more comes out about that, we'll kind of do that. But is there anything else for Project Project Overwatch we want to chat about today, or is that kind of wrapping up most of what we want to touch on? I mean, I think I think this is a good time to really tie into our next our next story, which is really hype. Um, Cause, cause wait, be- before we do, <laughs> okay. um, I I don't think I included anywhere, uh, but the local tickets for. <laughs> somewhere that i was talking about sold out right oh for the houston, uh houston home games yeah out. yeah the houston home games sold out i thought oh, i put that in the there dallas home games, I'm sorry. or yeah dallas yeah the dallas ones Damn. they sold super super well which is awesome it's good it's good to see because that was like a big concern for us we're like is it gonna happen Are they well gonna i think well? this is different than next year this has no effect on how geolocation will play out next year true having the gimmick yeah it's just okay so now people to the east like just people in that area can go to games now texas is huge like it's not a surprise that the one stadium is going to sell out that weekend like still not a huge event it's not like they're selling four hundred thousand tickets like it's still a very small event here that we're talking about and this has nothing to do with reliable tickets for next year so i don't want that to be doing but yeah i'd be surprised if uh Atlanta doesn't sell out. I would be surprised if all these events this year don't sell out. It probably, yeah. It's probably, like, I mean, because it's the first time for this stuff, right? Well, so. Yeah, I mean, there's people down in yeah, Dallas that are big fans that just have never made to it. I've seen so many people on Twitter like, wow, I'm finally going to go to my first, like, Overwatch event. And there's yeah. tons of them that I thought that are all named in the Overwatch League or in the media and stuff that have just never been there. But, um, yeah, I guess we can kind of move into the next topic, which has some relation. I don't think we have too much inside of uh, Project Overwatch that we want to talk about, but uh, Gen G has gotten a huge investment. I guess I wouldn't say huge. Um, can one of you guys give me the number again? $46 million? $46 million investment just kind of announced today. So these guys, they have League of Legends teams. They own the uh, Soul Dynasty, played a bunch of other different... Um, They have tons of streamers, too. Yeah, They have a ton of streamers. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, they got big names such as Will Smith, a professional Japanese soccer player, a minority owner of the Clippers, 
um, a one of the board members of Alibaba. It's just another really cool investment that's very diverse um, versus a lot of other ones. I mean, obviously, Will Smith, Alibaba, uh, Japan Soccer Star, all very kind of spread out. And I think that kind of shows that Gen G feels like it's one of the more global brands. I hear about them more than any of the other kind of Eastern teams outside of yeah. SKT and League. I was going to say, SKT is just starting to compete with them because um, SKT actually just picked up Anti. Who is a uh, FGC? Um, pers- oh, I think he's a Smash personality. But like the the Eastern teams are starting to move into picking up, um, picking up like uh, Western players. So I don't think this is. I think this is like the first of many kind of deal. So I think we're gonna start seeing more of this. I think. Yeah, I. I'm not sorry. We just had a. A message in chat. That we, I think we all took a second to read there. We were kind of wondering what was going on there. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really hear half of what he said there, if I'm being 100% honest with you, James. I think we all got distracted there. But, Dylan, do you have any kind of points? I mean, we've talked about yeah. investments before. Uh, do you have anything to kind of yeah. add on to this? so how much insight does these investors actually have into the scenes themselves? Is Will Smith actually going, hey... I kind of like esports. I want to invest into it. Or is this kind of just like an investment group of where, yeah, his name is tied to it, but it's mostly just he has his money in there and people are like, hey, you should invest in this. This is a pretty good thing. And he goes, yeah. Yeah. I I really feel like it's that way too, unless James Smith is sitting over his shoulder like, dad, you should invest in this. But then I don't know why they picked Genji if that was the one. I really do think that this was some kind of group. Someone approached him saying, Hey, like, we heard you were trying to get into new things. Like, why not throw a million dollars, two million dollars at this? I think it's definitely more how this goes. I think that's how it goes with a lot of these celebrities. I mean, one thing, if Will Smith was, like, a well-known, like, outed gamer, but I've never really seen him talk about it much. It's not like he's reached out to this, like, Soulja Boy, who's claiming he wants to make a team. Like, it's... Him and Snoop, man. Him and Snoop are making big moves. So, I don't know. I guess, is there anything we really want to talk about with this? Or do you just want to call out that Will Smith is in esports? And I really hope they play the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air at some point with Gen G. That will not happen. Will Smith's money's in esports, not Will Smith. That's how it is? Hey, Will Smith can make things happen. That's all I have to say. But, let's kind of move on to the next one. Is The one that I'm most excited... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. We have one more before that. Uh, Dylan, PUBG has been having trouble recently, and now it's getting worse? Yeah, so, uh, big news this week is that PUBG was banned in Nepal and also Iraq. Pretty sure Fortnite was banned. Fortnite also got the axe, too? Yeah. Yeah. So, specifically, I know Iraq banned a couple games for being violent and, and all that, and then Nepal as well banning PUBG, so, uh, I don't know how big the player base is in those countries so it could be a huge hit it could not be i don't i don't think it it can't be that big because it's not like they're giant countries so um yeah like i think it's less like that i remember reading an article somewhere especially with the iraq one is that they banned these games because they're militant but they don't teach actually any military skill skills so they saw no reason in keeping them it's kind of what iraq's reasoning was yeah. Like I, I don't. It's quite the approach. 
That's like saying so every game in Iraq that doesn't teach a skill is just not allowed. So if there's a gun in it, it doesn't teach you how to be a better soldier. Like it's just not allowed. I that reasoning just seemed very out yeah, there. It, it was weird. It was really weird wording on it, and I wonder if maybe it was a translation thing because that does seem like a weird yeah. way to phrase it. Because then, but does how that mean, far like, off could a translation be? No, but I mean, like, so the rationale is like they're banning because it, it doesn't teach an actual skill. Well, does it mean you ban it? Yeah, a military skill. Like, all right, well, what about like Minecraft? You you can get an arrow in the game, but it doesn't teach how to shoot a, a bow or anything or how to survive. And it also, like, just like, feels what, weird what, that it's what is now. The, like, yeah, why now? It's... Both Fortnite and PUBG aren't as big as they used to be. Yeah, they've kind of, like, I mean, they haven't, like, PUBG's hit, had a quite the hit in popularity, but Fortnite is, like, it's been, it's been, it's been there. It's been there for a while. Why hit it now? So I'm kind of, I'm kind of confused by that, too. But to, to, to provide some context on how screwed up translations can, can be, uh, a buddy of mine from Riyadh, Got he transferred over here about five years ago and actually had his birth certificate screwed up because of translation from Arabic to English. So that's how big it can be screwed up. So there could be some real translation issues with this. I know that's kind of like numbers to letters, but even still, like, I mean, stuff can be interpretably significantly different if you're, especially with like whole words, right? So, yeah. He gets two birthdays now. He, he gets two birthdays now. <laughs> two birthdays. So really, he was uh, he got the better half of that translation issue there. But is 100%. there any anything else we really want to talk about with this? I mean, it's a weird timing thing. It's hard to really understand what the reasoning is. We don't understand the political culture there. I mean, I can't really tell you too much about that. I can tell you where both the countries are. That's about the extent of the political knowledge I have about either one of them. So yeah, I think it's a, I think just it's kind a, of a curious uh, one. Yeah, it's above our. Uh, it's it's a, it's an area we don't usually uh, dive too deep into. So above our pay grade, I guess is the best exactly, way to say exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but what isn't above pay grade is having crap thrown at us, Dylan. Yeah, because, uh, okay, so I guess I have to explain the meme first. Yeah, so start with that. there. Uh, so the the you the crab emoji, and then something is band or something's dead and then crab emoji and then the crab rave music it's the format and i think the format took off and with melee like they would put the crab and melee is is dead and the crab and it'd be crab rave music uh because everyone would say melee is dead and one of the big reasons why they said that is because like hungry box just like is just like dominating with Jigglypuff, and I, I can't go into the specifics on why people just don't like this, I guess. Uh, but people don't like Hungrybox winning with, with Jigglypuff. Uh, and so he just won a major. Uh, and when he did, just someone just threw a crab at him on stage. And then he, he, like, he won, the crab hits him, he looks at it, and he just like picks it up, and he's like really confused, like everyone would be, because you I know, mean... it's a crab. Can't Which is weird, because that means someone in the audience was just, like, sitting there, strapped with a crab, ready to throw this boy. Like, crab apparently wasn't being served there. This dude got the crab from somewhere, waited, had it in his pocket, had it somewhere. You can't just keep a crab anywhere and not be inconvenienced by it. 
and then just chucks it. Also, Hungry Box just lost it. He got so mad. Like, I mean, I, I, it makes sense because it's like in the context of like saying like like melee's dead because of you. It's like mad disrespectful. So, uh, it's really funny, but also really bad. Because, like, yeah, you shouldn't do this because this is, like, harassing and it's, like, a really terrible thing to do to a player, especially, like, when they win. Like, don't put them down when they're winning, especially. But then also he threw a crab at him, and that's that's really funny. He actually, <laughs> he, did he actually hit him with the crab? Like, oh, yeah. It, like, so the it, guy's like, got good aim, too. Like, there's a lot of factors into this that, like, like the guy has a decent arm. He brought a, 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 a live slash dead crab. We don't know for sure. It was dead. And then... It was dead. Okay, and then uh, sat with it through the entire event. That's the even more messed up part. He sat there with it for God knows how long and decided to biff it at Hungrybox. Like, and that's and the other thing is too is like, what if Hungrybox didn't win? What does he do with the crab? Does he just throw it out at that point? That's a perfectly good crab, man. I I guess. Like, um, a lot of moving parts. But, but yeah, the event took place in Maryland. Maryland's like a big crab area, so. It explains why there was crab readily available, I guess. Does it? Does it really? I mean, like, it would be weirder if it was in, like, Minnesota and somewhere. We got crabs in Minnesota. Yeah, no, no, but they're not, like, around. Like, crabs are around. Like, you just go places and get crab in Maryland. Like, it's, you know, it's like a, like, you just go and snatch, snatch a boy up at, like. You're not that much better than us, Dylan. Because I'm, I'm from I'm the Midwest, does not mean you're better than me. You tell, I'm saying you tell... crab around. Wait, hold up. I thought this was like I thought this was like a crab you could get from like a supermarket. You tell me this guy like went to the beach, wait for the crab to die, and then whipped it at Hungry Box. Well, no, 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 no. There's a couple scenarios. Um, it could have been near the beach, and he could have just picked up a dead crab off the beach. Um, That's true. He could have door and grabbed one, which would uh, make sense as well. The thing is, it, he could have gotten anywhere. The so point. Up, yeah. Box. Nobody did. Nobody deserves to have a crab thrown. I'm gonna say Some this right do. now. No, I'm gonna say this right now. If uh, if we're ever at a live event, um, feel free to throw a crab at me. That'd be really funny. I approve. I approve you throw crab or any other object that's a good meme at us. We are getting conspiracy theory about this crab because it matters. Where this crab comes from matters. Because yeah, it changes is, the impact. This is the of important it. part of esports right here. It's where the crap came from. We need That's to prevent a- this from ever happening again. We need to track down where this crap came from and put an end to it. Yeah, did anyone collect the evidence afterwards? I want the did they check on it? Yeah, yeah was the man the caught? To see if it came from a freeze? Do you know if the man was caught, Dylan? I, I think they, they spotted him. But they did, like, I think they spotted him and said something at him. But I, it was the end of the event. So what are you going to do? Throw him out? It's over. That's so shady, man. Okay, we need. We yeah, need what to... are you gonna do? Arrest him for throwing a crab at a fighting game player? Like, they, this was Why the not? perfect crop. Is that a, that's battery, isn't it? Yeah. That's technically, that's technically battery. Crabs are hard. You know, no, no, I agree. You can make a point of it, but I don't think anyone at the event would. We don't. You throw a crab at me, I'm suing your ass. No, no. I already approved of it. Sorry. No, in the states, what assault and battery are two different things. Um, so in Canada, we pair assault and battery together. So it's just, but crabs are hard. Yeah, crabs are hard is going to be the clip. They're a dangerous weapon. They're a dangerous weapon. It's assault with a dangerous weapon. It's intent to harm. 
There's a ton of things you can be charged with. Okay, we have gotten off topic majorly twice now. I guess this is technically on topic, but we both we all know it's not on topic. So we have t- two more. We're kind of running a little short on time here. So, Dylan, let's talk Hearthstone. Do we have positive news for once? Every time we talk about Hearthstone nope. with you, it's doom and gloom. Are we it's, continuing it's more that? doom and gloom. Uh, so Hearthstone. Well, okay, it's some doom, some gloom. Not all. Uh, no positive notes, maybe neutral notes. Anyways, uh, the new Hearthstone expansion came out. Uh, Twitch viewership is way down from last year. Um, this isn't good, obviously, because you, you need the Twitch numbers. Uh, player base in the game itself is the same. Is which that is, the neutral? That's the neutral. It's okay. the same. That's okay. good that it's not... The player base isn't dying, but... Um, yeah, people are watching it a lot less. And... What's really bad is that Tempo Storm just dropped two players. And Tempo Storm is like, I would say they're probably the number one Hearthstone organization out there. They're really big on Hearthstone. A lot of their streamers were Hearthstone streamers. It's it's the organization run by Raynad. So, of course, it's going to be really big yeah, on Hearthstone. They were, they were founded by Raynoodle, man. Like, this is like, that is their, that's, where they, that's their jam. And for them to drop players, it's not yeah, a good sign. It's pretty bad. And... They were just like, yeah, uh, Raynaud specifically was like, yeah, the uh, a lot of the funding comes from tournaments and stuff, and they're just not paying out they're, you know, as well as they used to. The numbers are down. It's just not good for us right now. It's like, yeah, like I don't even have anything to say because every time we talk about this now, it's just like, damn, man, it's getting worse and worse. It's so just he's just like... taking the title for Dead Game from League of Legends. Yeah, <laughs> Dead Game, Kappa. Yeah, I guess, I don't, I mean, I've never been the Hearthstone guy. You guys have always known that. I've never really cared. I've never played a single match. Like, I don't have much about it. I mean, it's always sad. I mean, it's, is it still supported by Blizzard, technically? Yeah. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's still, it's still. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like, it's not Heroes of the Storm level yet. It hasn't gotten the same treatment of Heroes of the Storm yet. No, it hasn't gotten. Do you think that's coming? We will see, but the the thing yeah. about it, this is is Hearthstone is also a mobile game, and it generates a ton of revenue actually for That's for true, yeah. compared to how much they put in. Um, you know the buy packs in game has generated a ton of money, and it's also on mobile, which I think that's why it's not as affected as much, is because once someone gets on a mobile game, a lot of people stick with their mobile games because mm-hmm. it's it's their game, and Hearthstone is really good on mobile to be honest. It and is, obviously, yeah. they have those microtransactions, so I can imagine that it's in the same boat as WoW, where even at the very low points in WoW's uh, history of where like people didn't want to play or whatever, there were just too many people and too many subscriptions. So which Blizzard just like, okay, we'll ride it out, I guess, until the, the killer for Hearthstone will be if MTG Arena goes mobile. That'll be the killer. Oh yes, that that, that would be bad. Has Everybody talks about to that. I don't know. Apparently, it's not even on Mac, which I wasn't aware of. Yeah. The there's no ISO for for MTG Arena, which I was really surprised by. So once it starts getting into there, that's the Hearthstone killer. Like everybody talked about WoW killers back in the day, this is like guaranteed the Hearthstone killer because it's not nearly as hard to like you and you get more I think per dollar in 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 MTG. Like it's just overall better. So yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So nothing else. Yeah, nothing else to really talk about with 
Hearthstone. Maybe next time we can find a little bit of positive news, Dylan? Will there ever be we'll positive we'll news again? That. Maybe. We'll see about that. I don't think so. I don't think but so. But we'll see. James, give me something good. Oh, man, I'm giving you something great. So, M- MK11, Mortal Kombat 11, a game that's near and dear to my heart. I've played it since I was, like, since I could hold a control. But the game, game, came, the game came out in 2019. 2018. Oh, Mortal Kombat is the franchise, dude. You it's said MK11. Franchise. Oh, my God. All right, so Mortal Kombat, the franchise. The franchise has been near and dear to my heart. MK11 is as it's basically being released, I believe, the beginning of next month. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's it's real soon. It's real soon. Um, basically, it's considered one the best MK to date uh, as far as like integration with tutorials, multiplayer, single player, all that good stuff. And the other thing is too is they're really focusing on the competitive side of things. They're really trying to pick that up where MK10 really kind of fell or MKX really fell kind of flat on their face, flat on their face. Um, so they're hosting global events, which is really dope. Um, the problem is, is that the the prize pool is only like two hundred twenty five thousand dollars, which is still pretty good. But I mean, I think up against some other giants, like it's really hard to kind of kind of justify. You know what I mean? So, but like, I mean, it's like, it's like again, it's like I think I see one of the places for like um, Nepal. Um, there's going to be qualifier qualifiers at Evo. Like, it's they're really they're really trying to capitalize on like the competitive market. They're really trying to that's a huge emphasis. For, for NetherRealm this time around, which is sick. That's awesome, right? I, I, I love another FG, FGC title being kind of added to the pot that is, like, a well-known name. It's not like, it's not like, um, oh, my God, Dylan, what was the one that was trying to make a, a breakthrough recently? The Ninja one? No, not that one. There was another one. Blaze Blue? Something. Yeah. What? Blaze, Blaze Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blaze Blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, this is, like, something that's been around for a hot minute, and it's just like, okay, we esports is a thing. Let's... Let's try and get in on that. So, I'm excited. I love Sub Zero. Yeah, I feel like yeah, we've talked about it quite a few times that they've kind of been making it more emphasis in that. Yeah, the last time we talked about it, I think they just said, "Yeah, we're gonna focus on esports." And now we actually kind of saw what they're doing. So it's nice to see them actually following through because you see a lot of people nowadays just throwing esports out there as a buzzword and hoping they just we're, we're esports ready. Yeah, we're yeah, esports exactly, ready. Yeah. We're gonna wake rake in the money. Yeah, like, in the tutorial actually forces you to, like, or not even forces you, but it offers, like, really, like, high skill-capped, like, uh, like combos and stuff like that. Like, they're really pushing for that to be, like, a competitor, like, for it to be an actual competitor, which is... But, yeah, I don't know, so that game comes out sometime soon, May? May, I believe, I'll double-check that. I guess, yeah, we're in eSports 1, not a podcast. I'm in a video game one. So. April 23rd. April. So tomorrow? Oh, so tomorrow. I'm real good at this. When do yeah. we have the first tournament coming up? Is that soon or is that going to be down the road? Evo and all that I stuff's it's, down the it's, road. It's uh, shortly thereafter. Let me just get to the event. Who, who do you guys, do you guys have? Any, have you guys played it before? Like, I'm horrible at yes. fighting games. Yes. What about, uh, I played it. Use. I'm great at every fighting game. Anyone out there, play me 1v1 and you will. This is probably like the, one of the only games Dylan can beat me in, so I don't disagree with him on that. That's not true. I, uh, you are bad at video games, and I know that. We talked about that. We've had one 1 1, and I won. I'm the, all I'm saying is 1 wow, 0 right now. You won one game that we played for the very first What's time. What's the scoreboard, Dylan? Rec- yeah, that's good at video games. If you can just sit down and play a game for the first time and win. No answer. 
Point made. We lost James there for a while. Have you done your job yet? Have I done my job? Yeah, uh, May 2024th at Combo Breaker. Okay, and then from there, there's kind of consistent events really going on. It is really soon, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's coming, it's coming right up. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. MK11, we had a, we had a nice variety. Hearthstone, Overwatch, League, Mortal Kombat, Smash. Had a good variety today. Is there anything we want to go back on and touch on in any of those topics? Or any kind of offshoots or anything like that we want to bring up and go on about? Have we figured out any of the crab theories yet? We, I haven't come to a conclusion on crab theory yet. We'll, we'll get there, though. We'll I think I know. I think oh, I know. Oh you know. I think it was from a new player. One of the players that uh, that plays Ultimate. He snuck into the event, waited till the end, threw the crab out to start discussion again about how Melee is dead so that Melee will die and the remaining viewership will go towards Ultimate. I'm glad I'm not the only one that I think that should happen. <laughs> I, I, I stand by the crab thrower. You stand by the... You know... Oh my god. Don't throw crab at anybody, dude. That's awful. I stand by the crab thrower. I think that's like a, a not good stance. That's just going against the the, the Smash not community Not my first one. More. I have... Yep, like the Smash community already hates me. If they don't hate me yet, they will eventually. That's Jesus. my goal in life. You can, you can, you can fall on that sword, buddy. Me and me and Dylan aren't jumping on for that ride. Absolutely not. But what ride we are gonna jump on is we have a couple of honorable mentions, and I think James, we just had two quick ones thrown this week. Yeah, nothing too too crazy. Um, so the legendary ADC Prey, um, one of the most badass names for an ADC. Um, because he preys on his enemies, dude. It's sick. Except he uses. Oh, I thought you were gonna get a prey because he's coming for you. I mean, that works, too. Um, yeah, so he retired after six years. Um, considered probably one of the one of the best players to not win, um, like, a, like the Summoner's Cup. Um, yeah, basically just decided to step away from the game. Um, the, the other thing was, too, which is ah, it's a giant joke at this point. So Jin Air and KT Rolster. KT Rolster heralded as the super team last year. They're no longer the super team. They basically just kind of tried to get away with what the roster they had. And Jin Air, who has been a meme since, like, the last, like, three years, they both managed to survive relegation because the LCK still uses relegation format. Um, they both beat out the challenger teams that were coming up, and now they're back in the LCK again. So that's all I really had. It's nice to see, like, household names are still there, but they really don't deserve it. <laughs> One other thing that I kind of saw right before we went live is actually is that in uh, Korea – there was a partnership with Nike there where it just said gamer on the t-shirt with the swoosh China going through night. it, China, and it sold out within minutes. So that is a That's proud dead. day for gamers in China. They don't have, it's not a meme for them over there, but. No, they fully embrace it. They love that. Yeah, they fully embrace Like they just think of like, yes, I'm a gamer. I will buy this shirt. Absolutely, for us, yeah. it's like gamer, bro. Like definitely the whole personality thing. But I thought that was kind of a fun little honorable mention too. But. We're good for today. Do we have anything else we want to kind of touch on? I think that's finishing out our um, docket of things, unless anyone wants to bring up anything, unless chat has anything uh, to bring up. Um, Not really off the top of my head. Not really. I mean, if you want, again, just to kind of drive it home, if you want to listen to me and Dylan rant about uh, MTG um, next Sunday, that's when, or this upcoming Sunday, that's when we're going to be doing it. Yeah, so we will make sure to put that out on Twitter. And we did not have a question of the week this week. 
Um, and if anyone did ever want to include those in, we always try to work them in the shows. If anyone has questions, you can just tweet that at us or send it to contact at poppedoff.com. Send us a question, anything, really anything. Try to keep it esports related, but we can always go off topic if need be. And we will always try to work that into uh, the show wherever we can. But one last thing we did not do pre-mid-show uh, is that if you do have Twitch Prime, that, I mean, you have Amazon Prime, you do have Twitch Prime, which means you can subscribe to the popped underscore off channel right now and help us out make awesome content, pay some of our content creators over at Popped Off and just make us better and give us the more kind of fun to make this rea- all reality, just like Kate did in chat today. So, Kate, thank you very much with that. You reminded me not only do the reminder, because you could take that money each and every month from Amazon and give it to any small content creator that is an affiliate or more. But with that, that was the Project Overwatch. Oh, God. The Project Esports Podcast for April 22nd, 2019. And just thank you all for tuning in. Yeah, guys, all the all the chat interactions always good. I know we don't always get to it all the time, but everybody who's popped by and dropped in is greatly appreciated, as well as all our listeners who are listening to us tomorrow or whenever you do during our week. We we love you dearly. So thank you, thank you very. And you could find us every single week at six thirty Eastern Standard Time here at Twitch.tv/popped underscore off. And if you don't make the live show, that's okay because the following day, every single Tuesday morning. We go live on all the podcast platforms. I'm talking Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Podbay, Podbean. All those are real ones, I promise. Um, so any anywhere you can get your podcast, you can listen to us. Just search Project Esports Podcast and subscribe to us because uh, we we like to see the, the listen numbers go up, and that's always good. So, But with that, I'm Andrew. I'm James. And I'm Dylan. And this was the Project Esports Podcast for April 24th. Nope, not the right date, but it does not matter. (laughs) We will see you guys next week, and you love the mess. But until then, see you guys then.